Welcome, welcome, welcome. Greetings to you. This is Dr. D, and I am just getting off from work. And I just want to share something with you all since we are around the holidays. And it's very sensitive in this time of year. And uh, I just got off the telephone with my moms. And I want to speak briefly on uh, the loss of a loved one. Uh, A lot of times we hear people uh, that come your way is insensitive to the point that you have your own time to grieve. And some people really just don't know how to confront individuals when they go through this traumatic loss. Uh, some we are prepared for. There's some are sudden deaths, you know. And like you just talked on the phone with somebody, and that night or the next day you go call or go by their home and they're gone. It's like, well, wait a minute. I just talked to that person. I just talked to him. I just talked to her. And then you have some that, you know, sickness will cause them to to depart uh, before time. Uh, Unforeseen circumstances, a car accident, uh, they got murdered. You know, any time, any type of death that you have encountered, I want to show some love towards you this morning. Or this afternoon, whatever time zone you are in listening to this um, broadcast. I want to encourage you and I want you to know that Dr. D is praying for you. My heart goes out to you. And I want to encourage you. Uh, I watched this movie and I will be doing a lot of my uh, mini excerpts in parallel with movies. uh, Because that's how God... Um, reveal certain things to me, and I love movies. So they have this movie called The Shack, okay, on um, the young man that starred in it. He was the lead actor in Clash of the Titans. He played in Avatar, a uh, very good actor. Well, he is in this movie, and I'm telling you, if you have lost a child or lost your dad or your mom, your sister, uh, and you have that hardness in your heart, and you blame God, you mad with God. Oh, I'm telling you guys, I was angry with God. You know, my brother went home with the Lord, my dad, and then my sister just passed. And we was talking about that, me and my mom this morning, how I was in the store yesterday. But not yesterday, because I had to work. That was Thanksgiving. But it was a couple of days ago. And this lady had on the same plaid jacket, red and black jacket, and her hair, her hair was braided with the locks like my sister wore hers. And I just saw the back of her and I had to do a double take. I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird. And then all of a sudden I just looked up. I'm like, okay, Aisha, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, but it gripped my heart and I felt myself, you know, um, tearing up. So I just want to leave this with you that um, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for comfort. And I want you to know that it's okay to still grieve. Um, my sister been has passed. My mom reminded me, say, um, Donnie, it's been four years. And I'm like, four years? I said, oh, my God, it seemed like it was just yesterday. So don't don't allow no one to put a time limit on your grief, okay? When it comes, when it hits you, just let it go because you're still being cleansed and you're still being purified. 
and you're still releasing some things because of that sudden loss. All right? So I want you to be encouraged. Um, I want you to be comforted. And I I encourage you to go and rent that movie or go on HBO. The name of this movie is The Shack. And I, I'll tell you, you can send me a comment through my website at www.redeemedbytheblood.org. Go to the contact area and just send me uh, uh, a little contact. Let me know you watched it, how you felt about it. And uh, I'll be in this. If you need me to continue to pray for you for healing in that area, I'll be welcome to do so. Okay. So this is Dr. D. Sharing my heart on uh, the spirit of grief to the anchor family, and I want you to know that somebody's out here praying for you and comforting you. Peace. Good morning, Anchor family. How are you doing? This is Dr. D. Early, early in the wee wee hours. Um, <laughs> I work at night, and um, what happens is when I'm off, then I'm up. <laughs> so I'm really still at work in my mind. But, you know, I had an opportunity to give me some rest. But as you see, I'm up early, early, early this morning. But uh, I just want to share some things. I'm seeing a lot of trends happening, uh, and I have an awesome program that comes on every Tuesday on RaymondGospelRadio.com at 12 noon every Tuesday, the Safe Zone broadcast, where you can tune in for an hour and hear more um, of some inspirational uh, insights on the different things that we need to deal with as individuals. With that said, um, when I woke up this morning, um, before you touch any elements of the world, I have a teaching on that, you kind of meditate. And uh, it's always part of your personal development. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, well... It'll be a good time for you to start personal development. It's really looking within yourself to see how you can be a better person. I found that individuals always trying to uh, speak on someone else and trying to tell somebody else what they need to do. But I found in my life, when I change and people see me, it forces them to change. And with that said, I want to talk about... Um, Speak a little on procrastination. Two words, procrastination and the next word is you. What is procrastination? Uh, normally, I'm not going to get into deep, deep teachings on it, but right briefly, it's a delay of doing something. Uh, and I found the cousin <laughs> of procrastination is fear. So going into this new season, instead of all these other types of resolution trends let's kind of focus on procrastination and why you procrastinate on things you know a lot of things that's in your heart that you desire to do but you don't even realize it it's a spirit uh, 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 a demonic force and I deal with a lot of spiritual insights and uh, uh counseling with individuals to touch on the inner man 
uh, the self-conscious man. And that's our controlling factor, if you know it or not. But uh, this platform will give me an opportunity to share just snippets of what's really going on with us. And when we start focusing on you, like I had to start focusing on me, I begin to see a whole different change in my life. Even the atmosphere around me. And when I began to move forward in positive areas in my life and got away from negative energy, I seen where God opened up opportunities for me like never before. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that I'm a multi-billionaire like Oprah Winfrey. You know, I'm not seeking that type of notoriety. My assignment in the earth is to assist others. To propel them towards their destiny. And I believe for any one of us to obtain any success on a daily basis, you can move forward. And if we can acknowledge procrastination in our life for whatever we need to do, you can see a change. Now, later on today, I'm probably going to expound more on it. But just just, just think about that right now. Procrastination. What is that thing that I'm procrastinating? It could be washing your clothes. It could be cleaning your house. You know, one little act on a continual basis be forms a habit, right? So let's think about that. Uh, procrastination. How can I live? You know, eradicate this out of my life. God bless you. To start it. So God has given the opportunity for me to have another platform. So I'm gonna be speaking, and then we're gonna stop. But like I was saying, praise the Lord. Welcome, welcome, welcome. In relationships. We have to begin to value that person. If a person comes into your life that you have met and you see that eventually a, a, a friendship will develop because you have some things in common. It can be business. It can be private school, sports, ministry. That's what's going to bring you together, first of all. Now, if you're taking your time out to you feel that oh I could develop a friendship with this person and I was told from an old general <laughs> he said guard your heart when you allow an individual into your world that means you saying oh I, I, I like you I care about you oh, I think I could trust you with this and vice versa so right then and there, you becoming familiar with each other because you're learning some things about that person. That person learning some things about you. And so you begin to grow on each other. You see what I'm saying? That means if you spending time on the phone with that person more than others, then guess what? Y'all worlds are colliding. That's the best way I could put it. Your worlds are colliding. But it's up to each other to make sure you have a stand and you let the other person know where you stand. However, 
they're always going to have somebody that's going to want more. So what's going to happen there, that person going to go on and on and on because if they're trying to break through something to get to you, they're going to do it. That's up to you if you want them to break through it. See what I'm saying? Now I was talking about uh, the man and the woman in the atmosphere that they carry. You're not going to see everything at one time, in one day. But over a period of time, you will begin to see the different characteristics of that person. And their skill sets and just different little bit of things. If you're really paying attention, right? If you're really paying attention, you will be able to see. You'll be able to hear. I found that a lot of times we want to wink our eyes and keep on going. And then when something bad arises, we like, oh my God, I don't believe that she did that or he did that. Well, they were showing you signs before you just didn't want to believe it. In the words of Maya Angelou, I'm telling you, that quote set me free, y'all. When a person showed them, when a person show you themselves, believe them. Now, when that happens, you have to make a decision. Okay, are you going to continue on? Are you just going to back up and say, wait a minute, I'm going to have to be this person's friend or fall off. I'm not going to be able to uh, allow myself to be part of that type of behavior. See, that's when you have to make a decision how far you'll let yourself go into somebody else's world and how far you will allow them to come into your world. Right? So I'm I'm just sharing my heart and uh, this is what this platform is going to be about. I'm going to touch on some issues. I have a Safe Zone broadcast on Rainbow Gospel Radio. It's www.rainbowgospelradio.com. Uh, I come on at 12 noon every Tuesday on that radio station. You can download the app to hear more detailed teachings and inspiration and just just everyday living and um this boom radio show <laughs> i i tell you i'm going to utilize anchor to to serve and help individuals okay so um i am dr daniel irvin dr d to some prophetic intercessor to others and I'm here to help you live an abundant life be love, peace, shalom greetings, greetings and welcome to the boom factor I want you guys to be excited that in 2018 we will be having some exciting new things coming up and I am Dr. D I will be Touching on some very, very delicate issues um, that each and every one of us have dealt with and what others are dealing with. And some things you're just not able to confront or explain or expound on on a public radio. But thank God for Anchor. I want to welcome you and put in your calendar that on every Thursday we we will be having our little boom chat. And 2018, I will let you know what that means. But until then, stay tuned.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's going on? This is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. And I was just uh, uh, getting up, preparing some things. And I'm like freestyling or something. I said, you know what? Let me record this. Because I know how the Lord works for me. When he give me something, I got to jot it down because it's going to be gone. And uh, this afternoon, I'll be doing a Facebook Live uh striving to bring womanhood back to the women, <laughs> you know, uh, and for us to be become unfeministic and become that that daughter of Zion. So, so the so the brothers of Zion <laughs> can receive you unto your own. <laughs> but we need to identify some things while we waiting, right? You know. So I was thinking about friendship, you know. Uh, I'm going to be talking about some subjects that's really going to uh, open up some understanding and clear up some misunderstanding on some different terms, actions, things that happen in our life daily. And sometimes they catch us unexpected and we get caught up into relationships and wind up getting married. And uh, we're trying to find out how did I get here, right? I mean, <laughs> A, a decade ago, I had to ask myself that question. <laughs> How did I get here? You know what I'm saying? You know, I let this, this, I allow myself to be vulnerable. Well, I was vulnerable, to be honest with you. It's when my, my brother passed in 1999. And uh, that was my partner. That was my brother, yo. I love my brother. I miss him so much. Michael went through so much. But we was close. Matter of fact, my mom had us so close that within two weeks and a half, our birthdays collided. And we was twins. And so for those two and a half weeks, we dressed up as twins. I don't know why I'm so emotional with this. I wasn't even planning on talking about that part. <laughs> but I was vulnerable and they had this young man that was watching me maybe a year or two ahead of time because at that time we had a uh I was uh mother of a group, the Trojan High Steppers out of Marrero, Louisiana and Miss Charlotte, oh my gosh, she was such a blessing to these girls and I partnered with her and we just seen some phenomenal things happen in that neighborhood, in that community in New Orleans, Louisiana. But we was on the West Bank side. And my girls um, became majorettes. I mean, it's not no majorettes like y'all see now. They dancing. I mean, majorettes that's twirling batons. And she taught them girls how to twirl two batons. See, we were some bad mamas. Oh, yes, we was. To the point where we was invited to California for the World Disney Parade. I never forget it. And so these girls here learned how to high step and become certified majorettes twirling and dancing and oh my gosh and I just saw that growth in their organization. And uh at that time uh my my brother passed and he was living with me. And so I was vulnerable. I was very vulnerable. And, I, and after all the arrangements, everything was done, 
we had a contract with the Superdome. That was before it became um, Mercedes-Benz. We had a contract with the Superdome where we had the, the lead concession stand, man, and we was busting the moves, y'all. And them girls was able to, we was able to, uh, we got 10% of those earnings that we worked behind that concession stand. And it was so much fun. And um, that we was able to purchase uniforms and travel, and it just really made an impact on those girls at that time of their life. And and during that time, I was vulnerable. And um, vulnerability is a very, very delicate, delicate uh, act of emotions that God put in us because he became vulnerable. He allowed him, him himself become vulnerable and became flesh for us in the world today to save and redeem our soul. Isn't that powerful? So... Everything that's in us, God created. He created our emotions. He created our our pain. He created everything. So we're not supposed to take nothing for granted. We're not supposed to just kick it on the side and say, well, you know, you just got to deal with it because, you know, God is love and, you know, um, you're supposed to be joyful. Hey, I always feel joyful, but sometimes I don't feel like being joyful, y'all, you know, but it's the Holy Ghost that kick in me that put that spirit of laughter in me to overcome a situation that I'm dealing with. And one of the main things I wanted to share was get some terms on friendship because when I grew up, and I grew up in old school ways, so we treasured our friendships. When we met anybody growing up, and I can still say, honestly say, and they on my Facebook feed now, that we still locked because that was true friendship. Now we all in different cities, we doing our thing, but when we see each other, we hugging and kissing, and you know what I mean by hugging and kissing, embracing. Okay, let's get that right. You know we kiss each other on the cheeks. You know, and uh, oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. I mean that friendship is like we never left each other. You know, uh, as we grew up in life, things happen. I can call my home girl, girl, we got to do this here, yada, yada, yada. This happened to me, you know, you had that ear um, back then. Um, I, I'm sure it still was, uh, I, I'm sure it still was prevalent where people gossip and talk about certain stuff, right? But I'm talking about the friendship where, you know, you can talk about things and really like, hey, that's my girl, you know, that's my partner, that's my road dog. You know, that's my bra. You know what I'm saying? And you didn't feel like, what did I just do? Because I know Sue, she's going to go and tell somebody else. No, I had real friends. I still have real friends, right? Okay, so friendship on the opposite sex. Same thing. Uh, have friends like, like they brothers. Cool. Hey, something going down. Look, I need help with this. Yada, yada, yada. They come. Hey. Friends, all right. So now, as I've gotten older, in, in in becoming a friend, it wasn't a problem to be somebody's friend. You know, being a friend is communicating with that person. You're checking on them. How you doing? You all right? You good? That yada yada yada. You're going on your way. If I'm sick, they call. Girl, what's wrong with you? Oh, you all right? You need me to go get some soup or something? You know, you want some orange juice? You know, a friend showing themselves that they care about you. Friendship demonstrates caring. 
uh, friendship is a is is a uh, trust factor. As you grow with that person, you begin to trust that person, right? Okay, and then you begin to trust that person with different things, part of your life. You start sharing part of your heart with that person. You start sharing stories, different things that happen in your life. That's building a friendship. And it's not just one way. Now, if it seems like it's just one way, then, hey, you need to reevaluate that friendship and just say, wait a minute, I need to start holding back on some stuff because I'm always talking about me and this person ain't never talking about them. They talk about somebody else, but they ain't never talk about them. Start identifying all right, because you get yourself caught up, you know. And so with that said, um, I build on friendship like that because that's how I was taught. That's how my grandmother taught taught me. My mama uh, taught us, you know, you be, kind, you be kind to others. You do unto others what you want them to do unto you. However, that is not exactly correct what the scripture says. The Bible tells us we do unto you, we do unto others as God will do unto you. So it's really like you sow that seed of goodness and kindness towards somebody else. And don't look for that person to repay you, even though in a friendship, that's how we do. You know, hey, you need some sugar? Hey, girl, look, I'm baking this cake and I don't have, I don't have enough sugar. Girl, come on, get some sugar. You got some butter? Yeah, come on, get it. That's how we was. That's how we grew up. Back back in New Orleans, you know, everybody in that block, in, in them two block radius, you know, most of that block, but it's, it extended to the next block, but we had to watch those that came out the next block. But see, our block, because our block, our streets were so long, you know what I'm saying? So everybody was covered. You can go across the street. Sometimes you didn't have to go to the store, you know? You didn't have to go to the store. Oh, I need some milk. Or oh, let me go across the street and see if um, Aunt May got something. Oh, yeah, I, got, I just bought two extra milk. Here, you can have this one here. Then later, probably that week, she might need some butter, some cream, you know, or some eggs because my mama had her own thing. We had our chickens. She had her garden back there. We had a banana tree. Really, to be honest with you, the truth be told, you guys, the only thing I remember us going to the store for was for milk. Milk and flour, probably. Yeah, milk and flour because my dad, my stepdad, because um, my mama got married twice, uh, my stepdad, he was not only in the military, but he was uh, he was a hunter and he was a Muslim. So they believe in uh, we ain't we ain't mess with no pork. They went hunting. They came back with lamb, deer, rabbit. You see what I'm saying? And they went back there. We had our chickens for the eggs. They 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 um, did that meat, packaged that meat, put it in the deep freezer. We baked. My mama taught us how to cook, how to bake. You see what I'm saying? So with all of that, the neighborhood was very resourceful. Fishing, oh my God, that's why I love fishing. We always, every weekend we went fishing. Crabs, I mean, hey, come on. You see what I'm saying? We don't have that in this time. And that's what I feel that the young people are missing out on a lot of the adventure in the nature of this world because they don't really get out. Everything is on the phone now, you know. But friendship comes with that. You see what I'm saying? You go bike riding together and you build upon that. Now, as adults becoming friends, <laughs> here we go. You have to be mindful of who coming in your circle to be your friend. You got to really know that person. So I don't just call everybody my friends now as an adult because I, I don't know you. Who are you? You see what I'm saying? What you about? Now, 
I always and I find I find myself with the scriptures say you want a friend show yourself friendly. So I believe that I am a friendly person. I'm always showing myself friendly. Soon as soon as I have a conversation with you, I can I can size you up just by you talking. And what I mean by size you up, meaning I can know what you like, what you dislike. I can probably if I be around you, I'll know what's your favorite color, what's your favorite um uh, um dish, what you like, movies, how you dress, you know, all of you know. I guess you call that profiling. You know, I profile you. I already know. So it, like this one individual. Just came into to to to, uh, to 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 my realm. Uh, I ain't gonna say the person in my circle yet, cause I really don't know the person yet. I'm trying to get to know the person, you know. And so, um, I did find out something about the individual that they're very selfish. Because if something didn't go their way, they don't like come to you in a mannerism. It's always like, I need it now. Or this didn't happen, so what happened? You know, it's like, oh, okay. So I found out that about this person, individual. But I, I be trying to, um, I just be checking people out, especially when the ladies come, because I really, you know, and I kind of find out I really have more brothers as associates than sisters, and I, 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 I strive to reach out to the sisters because I know the sisters, you know, if we can get together as sisters, things will happen, you know, and things will be powerful and stuff, but it don't happen that way because it's always somebody trying to get something from you. You know, like I had one sister, and this is my road dog here, and I was very hurt. She didn't realize how hurt this was because I didn't expect this person to do this to me, even though I should have because that's just her mannerism, all right? That was her mannerism. But, you know, me, I'm thinking, you know, hey, you, you're a pastor now and you, you traveling all over and you, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm thinking that because you are operating with the, with the Lord, that your heart has changed. Your mindset has changed. Not, not, it just not, not. So even with that said, you have to make sure you identify the word friendship with individuals. You got to know them, you know. Are they going to be there for you? Do they care about you? You know, I, I care about mankind because I feel God put that in my spirit. So I'm going to demonstrate that. But at, at a certain point, if I'm the only one that's always reaching out and trying to become that friend, just to be a friend. I'm not trying to be nothing else. I'm not trying to get nothing from you. I just want to be a friend. I just want to, you know, hey. Can we go have some coffee? Come on, let's go hang out in the movies. You know what I'm saying? Let's go yada, yada, yada. But that's hard to get done, you know. So, But, oh, like this other person. This, now, this is a client. I always want to come to my office. Well, why you want to come to my office when I can fax you this? You know? So I allow the individual. Matter of fact, it just happened. I allow the individual. Come on, they needed the paperwork. I, all the stuff was in the folder. Just sitting there. I was like, okay. Looking around. And, okay, yeah, what's up? Well, I was thinking about moving here. I said, oh, well, praise the Lord. You and your wife, y'all going to have a nice time. You know, what areas you think would be good? I don't know myself, sir. I'm trying to find out myself. You know. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, and then I, you know what? And then I made a statement. I said, why are you always trying to come before me 
and you always come empty-handed. Whoa. So he looked like, what you mean? I said, yeah, you always asking me to do this, fax this, you know, you need this, you need that. You know what? You only paid for one service. That's to get your tax return done. All this other stuff, this is like, after, this is a fee. You know, oh, I didn't know that. Yes, you did, because I told you that the last time when you were trying to come to my office. You see what I'm saying, y'all? People just want to suck up your time. I say, at least, you know, you know you was coming. I told you I was coming. I had to come back to the office. You know, I got to get something to eat. At least you could have said, well, you want to get you something to eat, Miss D? No. You see what I'm saying? That's a taker. That type of person is a taker. It's not your friend. Not even a good associate. Not even a good client. Most of my clients, man, they take care of me. Look, I'm in the area. You, you all right? I know you be working. You don't eat. You want to stop and get you something? See, that's somebody that care about you. Even as a client, a client, a professional client to uh, tax man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all trying, I'm trying to get, give y'all some, some hints on something. You know, that's the difference. A person that's building a business relationship and caring about you beyond the business. But then they have some you want to stick just business. You know, I understand that too. But I'm trying to identify this thing of friendship because I've I've heard some strange things. You know, friends with benefits. I mean, yeah, we just cool, we we this and that, you know. But you know what? If I need if I need to go and lay down with somebody, go sleep with somebody, hey, we cool like that. So we 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 get it we get it going on. Then we on our way. Mm mm, not here. Oh no, I don't roll like that. Ain't no friends with benefits here. Now, see, you being mean, you know, that, that's, that, that's not right. Well, why is not right? You better identify what's your term of friendship. Well, no, that's how, you know, people that know me, they know that's it. And when I get with a lady, you know, we friends, you know, we can go out, we can do this. But sometimes you know how it is. You know, No, I don't know how it is. And I don't want to know how it is. <laughs> you see? Now, I will tell you this. I... I I feel like if you want, if you're interested in somebody, uh, become knowledgeable of that person, right? Become knowledgeable of that person. Become friends with them uh, to the point that you are uh, observing them. You're checking them out. You know what I'm saying? Um, But don't expect nothing out of it. You know, some people feel like, you know, um, oh, I thought we was cool, you know, I thought we was this and that. Well, did you really, really, you know, like, like a brother, a brother friend of mine, he said, did you put it on the table? What that mean? That mean, did you sit down and talk about it? Did you make it plain? Or you just took it in your own imagination, yada, yada, yada. So that's the things that I had to grow into. Because, see, my way of treating somebody and becoming a friend and being nice to them, in return, I expected them to do the same for me. But no, because of their definition of a friend or building a friendship, is totally different. So even with that, I still believe you need to communicate and say, look, you know, um, hey, you know what? We, we have a lot of things in common. I, w- I would like to get to know you. Can we be friends? 
okay? And I mean, friends, like, hey, if I call you, you call me, da 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 If you need anything, hey, I'm here. If I need anything, you there. You know, if it's in our uh, capacity to provide, um, just on a friendship level, no no emotional attachment to the point where we'll become sexual or we get in our mindsets that we belong to one another. I mean, just friends, I mean, to the point that we can communicate, you know. Now, that could be kind of dangerous in a way, but I feel like to say if you really like that person, uh, and find that person, okay, uh, try to make it plain. If I'm wrong, somebody else come in and make a comment or uh, 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 leave me a message. Let me know what you think a friendship is and how friends should become friends. And then if it goes to another level as friendship, well, hey, that's a whole other segment. That's a whole other episode. But my main thing is to speak on is friendship growing with one another, knowing each other, meaning that, hey, if my child get hit by a car and I'm in the hospital and you call and say, hey, what's up? What's up, D? What's going on? I say, my child got hit in the car. What? What hospital are you in? Okay, I'll be right there. See, that's a friend. A friend coming to care not only about you, care about your family. I mean, they care. That's literally a friend, and I have friends like that. I mean, I have friends to the point if something major happened to me, I get on the phone or they call and find out something happened to me, they'll drive from New Orleans to here to see about me. Oh, yes. That's true friendship. That's, that becomes the best of friends, long life friends. Now, you got people that come and go. I ain't talking about those. You know, you got to know how to identify those because sometimes we be holding on to people Want them to be in your circle, and God said, nah, that's not good for you. Let, let that keep on passing by. Let it be a river. Just let it flow. <laughs> let it go and let it flow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He had to teach me on that one, too. All right? Uh, another another instance happened to me, and I'm going to talk about it more tonight, this afternoon at 4 o'clock on Facebook Live with the women. We have to be careful with men and, and their friends because, see, a man will come in your life and they feel like, hey, we cool, I feel comfortable around you, you know, you know, it's all good. And then they want to they wanna start playing with you. What I mean by playing with you? They want to start hugging on you and rubbing on you and try to sneak a kiss and, whoa, 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 brother, whoa, slow your rope, slow it down. Wait a minute, what is this? Oh, well, you know. Just in the moment, you know. No, ain't no in the moment, nothing. <laughs> Put the brakes on that, brother. Yeah, you know, you 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 finding everything, everything looking good. But before you can even go that far, you gotta let me know what's going on. You know, am I a possibility? Are you interested in me? Do you have a desire to be with me beyond just feeling on me and touching me? And sooner or later, you probably gonna wanna sex me. You see what I'm saying, y'all? And so I want to touch on all of that because if we can start identifying the difference, even as women, even as men, because they have some women, man, they'll come, man, they'll come in and unbuckle your pants, drop your pants, and you like, oh, this the one. No, baby, no, 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 no. They're just trying to, no, that ain't it. Right? Right, brothers? And then after it's all done, it was a good feeling. It was something the temporary, and then you going on, you thinking, why in the world I let that happen? And you just don't realize you just connected with somebody in the spirit world. 
Now all of a sudden you're going to start having problems because now this person is going to be calling you. And you're not even interested in that person like that. And they're going to start working on your nerves. And then sooner or later, they're gonna get so, you're going to get so tired of them that you're going to have to say something mean and hurtful to back this person off. In the beginning, you should have just stopped it. Say, wait a minute, sister, get on up. Get on. No, 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 no. No, that's not where I'm at with you. We cool. You know, I'm feeling you, but not to that degree. Let's, let's get to know each other. Or let's just stay friends. I mean, like distant friends. <laughs> like across the state line friends. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And I believe if we have the strength, don't be just going with the flow. You better stop that flow. You better clog that up. Clog it up in the quickness, right? Well, I'm going on and on, but I just had to release that because that was in my spirit. And I know I can always go back and listen to it if I need some help with some key points that I'm going to talk about tonight. Um, I pray y'all have a good, awesome day. I haven't forgot about y'all. I do have the day day two and day three. Today is day, day three of the, the tongue challenge. Uh, I have to add um, the title and stuff because I was like, oh, exhausted. So I didn't publish it yet. So I'm going to publish day two, uh, the uh, Shut Your Mouth uh, Challenge, Taming Your Tongue. And then this afternoon, I'll publish day three. All right? Well, y'all have an awesome day. If y'all have any comments, please send me some comments. I pray that you can hear me. I'm going to do better with that because I also seen that some of my some of my feeds, y'all couldn't even hear me. And it's probably because I was late and tired and I was using this Bluetooth, man. Man, the blood of Jesus over these Bluetooths. I just came working. So I have my little plug here. So I'm going to use this here until I get my microphone and um, y'all can hear me more clearly. All right, so y'all send me y'all send me some input about friendships. What what you think? What is a friend to you, girl? The guy in the the female, the male in the female. You see what I'm saying? Help me out too because I, I've been seeing some strange stuff with friends, and I don't call that friendship. I'm sorry. This just no, no, no. A friendship is a person like like even I raise my own children this way because now they have solid friends. That they grew up with, that they're solid, they're cool, you know. Friendships are people that you can tell them, look, you wrong, you need to get your act together. See, that's a real friend. Yeah, y'all get mad because my real friends, man, we didn't say some stuff back and forth together. And guess what? She didn't told me some things, I told her some things, but guess what? We still been locked and loaded for like 30. I got friends, um, I have friends and brother friends from like 30 years now, 29 years, I mean, from childhood. 45 years. You see what I'm saying? I have friends that long. That's right. And we was, we've been back and, back and forth through the ways of life. But guess what? We're still friends. And that's what I'm talking about. True friendship. Friendships that's part of the family that you call them your sis, your brother. That's the kind of friendships I'm talking about. That's the kind of friendships that I'm seeking to maintain. And that's the only kind of friendship that I need in my life. That's going to help build me up, not tear me down. Corrected criticism is a must, but with love, and we can still go out and say, girl, you getting some coffee? Yeah, come on, let's go get some coffee. And we can feel it all game back and forth. You know, and that thing's saying, hmm, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, you too, you too. Girl, come on, give me a hug. Come on, let's go get some coffee. Yeah, come on. They got the so so You see? You see what I'm saying? No, these kind of friendship now, you reject them or piss them off. They got a gun. They want to shoot you. Whoa. I'm going to leave that alone, y'all. All right. Dr. D with the boom factor is out, and I'm going to chime in y'all with y'all later. Y'all leave me y'all comments. All right. Tell me what y'all think about friendships. What kind of friends 
you hang around with or what you call as a what's your definition of a friendship um, and how you grew up okay all right much love peace